second here trying to get organized back to life back to reality oh jesus christmas i mean does anybody know how to work a macbook pro like this might have been the biggest mistake i ever made was purchasing a macbook pro i think they even call it the macbook air pro i'm clearly clearly a microsoft windows guy but you know what we're doing our best we're doing our best welcome back sambo nation hope everybody's having a real nice day hope everybody had a real nice weekend championship football weekend the kansas city chiefs the baltimore ravens san francisco 49ers and the Detroit Lions. Look, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I, I, I was pleased. I was pleased for the most part, especially, you know, right out of the gate, man. Like that first quarter, first and second quarter of that first game, those guys were clearly there for a reason. They were putting on a great, great show. You know, kudos to, to both teams. I thought at the end of the day, it was a, a overall it was a very, very good football game you know shockingly enough shockingly enough sambo nation um you know the fact that the san for and i'm sorry the kansas city chiefs the defending super bowl champions were (laughs) a four and a half point underdog and everybody was still all over the ravens i throw out the matchups on the stories everybody was on the ravens i think it was like 69 percent ravens the fazul pool that we are in Everybody was on the Ravens. Congrats. Congratulations to All Right Rocco. Rocco Mediate, a.k.a. Toast, a.k.a. Strudel. Rock brings home top prize in the annual Fazul Pool, a classic, classic postseason playoff pool. Uh, I believe uh, one of Drew's buddies, Nick, runs that pool. Shout out to Nick, man. Great, great job. Such a fun fun pool that makes you feel like you're gambling but at the end of the day all you can lose is 50 bucks i explained it once before everybody kitty you know giddies up 50 bucks you get a thousand chips or a thousand fossils as i should say and you have the ability to bet those fossils minimum 50 on any game and whoever accumulates the most fossils at the end takes home the pot 1300 bucks goes to rocco congratulations mediate you are clearly, clearly in the head of the NFL, of the NFL, of the NFL. And we're off and running, baby. Super Bowl 58 is on the books. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers, the Kelsey Swift saga continues. Whether you like it or you don't, it's going to continue for a couple more weeks. Here's a bold prediction. Let's say Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get engaged on the field right after the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. But will they win? Because the San Francisco 49ers do look destined. They really, really do. I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey at the end of the day is just an absolute force. 
to be reckoned with. I think he picked up 90 yards on the ground, 40 or 50 yards in the air, two touchdowns. Like, dude, that is the greatest thing that has ever happened to the San Francisco 49ers. Growing up as a kid, like, San Fran was the team. As a matter of fact, I have one of those, like, uh, shiny button-down starter coat San Francisco 49ers. There's a picture to this day. Me and Fried Uns, shout out to my uh, my Uncle Billy. He used to do photography for the Courier Times, 30, 35 years with the Courier Times. He shot a, sh a picture of Kevin and I, Fried Uns and I, playing football, and I was wearing that classic, iconic San Francisco 49ers starter coat. Oh, man, those were the days, man. Those were the days. I think so. eight overall appearances. I'd have to take a stab at, that four or five of those came in the 80s and early 90s because I just remember growing up, Going to Kev's house in Hatboro, his birthday always used to fall on the Super Bowl. We'd go over there, you know, eat a box of saltines, play some football, have a grand old time. Maybe play with some like micro mini machines. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but welcome back to the Sam Boner Show. Oh my God, another weekend, another weekend for the ages. Unfortunately, though, I got a bone to pick with Sam Bone Nation, and maybe just Wing Month is starting to die off on the vine had a lot of momentum in the beginning a lot of good banter as to where to go where to eat who needs to be in the top 10 etc cetera, etc cetera. but no fresh sam bones coming out of man, championship weekend and that's a you know what sam bone nation that's a big fat boo 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 for not getting your sam bone on this weekend because i know one thing for shit sure i got my sam bone on Man alive, I was a good little boy on Friday night. Saturday night as well, but you know what? Time to giddy up, get after it for Championship Sunday, and we had a, a an awesome Sunday, fun day for the ages, and I'll get into that in a second. Shout out to our uh, good friends at Not For Long Media and uh, our proud sponsor, the Original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge all over the country. You know the drill by now. Chocolate, vanilla, peanut butter, mix it all together, whatever you want to do. Appreciate all the love and support from the fudgekitchen.com team. Another shout out to Max Sportswear. We're grinding every day, folks. Day in, day out, helping local bars, local restaurants, nonprofits, corporate hoodies, swag, t-shirts, sweatpants, socks, underwear, whatever you need. We can hook you up. Give me a shout. Would love to uh would love to connect. But yeah, you know, I'm just gonna continue to just reflect on on the weekend here. Uh we're back to the grind. Or, you know, back to reality, as we'd like to say. And, uh, you know, we're just going to continue to shake it up and just be relevant and real to, you know, what's going on in the world. Hope everybody uh, had another, uh, uh, you know, a strong weekend. Didn't lose too much money gambling. I was mush. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm just, uh, you know, Mickey Mush has just uh, got to gotta pack it in. I need a new hobby. I mean, I was all over Detroit and I was all over the Ravens. Like everybody else, Ravens minus four and a half against the defending Super Bowl champions who, we're clearly the better football team. I mean, the two best football teams will be going at it in Super Bowl 58. And I look forward to that showdown. And the Swifty Nation doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. I think it's great. I personally think that it's great. And, you know, I think it's cool that entertainment and NFL, not to say the NFL is not an entertainment business, have kind of come together and it's bringing kids, um, you know, around the world more visibility to sports, to NFL. And there's some sort of like family camaraderie there. 
So call me a geek, but at the same time, I think it's cool. So I'm a big fan of what Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, what they're all doing. And uh, how could you not? Really, I don't understand. Like, why does it bother you? Why does this whole Swifty Nation, Kelsey Brothers thing going on, like, why is that getting under people's skin? Because I personally see nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Now, one thing I do see something wrong with was, unfortunately, what looked to be an undefeated season, championship season. Like, it's early. I'm not going to, you know, we got plenty of plenty of basketball to play, but, the, you know, the, the, the sixth grade girls are just, uh, we're, we're in some sort of funk here. Yeah, we're, we're making some progress, right? We picked up a dub, but we just lost again to the same team we lost to in week one. So we now are one and two. Much stronger showing. We lost 12-10. 12-10. I think the over-under was like 40, and it clearly came under. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it, it's a tough it's a tough, it's a tough, tough age to coach. It really is. Like, you can draw up whatever you want, and you can try to instill all the confidence in the world in these kids. But at the same time, it's just like, boop. once they whistle blows, they're just off and running. And it's just, you know, throwing bombs away. The ball barely ever drops. But you know what? Unfortunately, the ball just wasn't dropping in our favor on Friday night, and we picked up our second loss. On the other hand, Addie J, my little seven-year-old, almost got teed up. Can you believe that, Sambo Nation? A seven-year-old almost picked up her first career technical foul. I mean, this girl has so much fire and so much passion, and she just wants the freaking ball, and she just you know came out firing, dropped an easy four, six points right out of the gate, but she could not keep herself from going back to the other side of the half, right? Once the other team has possession, you got to fall back. You got to fall back. She couldn't resist. She wanted the ball, and after the third warning, <laughs> referee looked her right in the eye and said, you do that one more time, young girl, and I have to give you a technical foul. I literally thought that my daughter was going to shit her pants on the court, but you know what? She didn't. She bit her tongue. She didn't even show a tear, and she just accepted the, uh, you know, accepted the rule. And she, from there, decided, you know, didn't didn't continue to do it, which was cool. But she did quiet down a little bit. She was nowhere to be found until the third quarter. But anyway, they're my little war stories of the weekend. Nothing better than hitting the hardwood early Saturday morning and watching your kids grow stronger and stronger every day oh man what a sunday celebration yesterday say about our nation so we go to a baptism right like i i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm a bad catholic i'm a good catholic right i believe in god like i you know i, I appreciate all that i i say my prayers but at the same time i don't go to i don't go to mass a lot right i go to mass like you know the major holidays i go to mass when there's a a baptism or a confirmation or, or some sort of you know sacrament that somebody's receiving and i'll be honest with you like I, I go to mass probably like 10 to 12 times a year i'm not like the best practicing catholic i guess i i, I you know i confess As a matter of fact maybe i should go to confession and if i did go to confession it would be anonymous because i don't like talking face to face to a a, a priest that's just just who i am and, and that's kind of i'm going with it i've always gone with it i've always been anonymous but here in front of you people, I decided to just spill my guts and talk about, you know, real life shit and what's going on in the world and try to have fun, and try to bring light to it. And whether or not you're listening, great. But if you are, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I know I talked about getting on some some guests, but this is like spur of the moment, fly by the fucking seat of your pants type of shit, right? I got priorities in line, uh, Zambo Nation. And, uh, you know, unfortunately... When I decided to just, you know, flip open a podcast, like, I don't even know. I didn't even know what I was going to do on today. I didn't know I was going to do on Friday. Like, is that bad? 
it is bad, right? I need to be a little bit more organized in terms of just, you know, letting this, letting this podcast rip. But, you know, while we're out there, we're doing it every day, hitting it as hard as we can. So, again, appreciate all the love and support. Um, Sam Bonin's been nothing but a ton of fun. We are, you know, trying to get back in the saddle. Got some things going with the with the Mac branded solutions. Looking into some other opportunities just to continue to you know plow forward and you know keep this train chugging. Uh, because again, Sambo Nation, holy shit, man, keep on coming on strong. Loving every single second. So, so back to the yesterday, right? So, we, so we had a baptism to go to. My wife's sister had a kid. Um, he's five years old, and he was baptized yesterday. And that's all good, right? Little Sunday, you know, sermon. Watch the kid get baptized. But like, let me tell you a little bit about what I witnessed yesterday. A couple things, right? So we had the mass, right? They said a nice mass. Uh, unfortunately, there was some awful news that broke uh, Saturday evening at Holy Martyrs. Uh, a priest, I believe at the age 62, uh, collapsed and died on the altar. Uh, to that family and and that individual, you know, um, my condolences go out to you. What a sad, sad story that broke right here in Orland, PA, at Holy Martyrs of all. And you know, the priest decided to kind of make a make a joke out of it, which was a little interesting. And you know, it's fine. He just was joking that you know, pray that that doesn't happen to me because he was also very old. But you know, he was a good he was a good dude, and he shared that story. And you know, at the end of the mass. Like, honest to God, like, I thought, like, I looked over to my left and right thinking that, like, Simon Cowell was going to pop out of his seat and go, you are going to Hollywood. The girl behind the microphone singing the final song of this mass, she had, I'm not even kidding, she had the entire mass turning around. Like, my looked at my daughter at one point. She's like, what the hell? This girl was absolutely letting it rip almost as if she was trying out for American Idol and Simon Cowell was there to tell her that she was going to Hollywood. No, I mean, it, it, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. Like I didn't see it coming from a mile away, but like, you know, kudos to that girl, right? If you're going to do it, why not go to the church, sing for a church and just let your pipes rip. But you know, so, you know, then, then I kind of like fast forward. I have a guy boned up. Like, again, this is mean, but like the mass ended at 1225. Our, the baby that we were there for was the only baby being baptized, right? So you cannot make this shit up. But like, you know, the fact that this takes an hour to perform, like, you know, 25 prayers, reflection to this statue, this statue, this statue. And then we go to dip the goddamn baby into the bowl and there's no water in the bowl. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, seriously. So all the cousins grabbed the bowl, looked like they were serving popcorn out of it the night before. They fill up the bowl with some holy water and then boom, they give the baby a splash. And then we get back to the pew. We say another 10 prayers and another 10. I, like, I, by the time we get out of there, it was like 130, 135. And I'm just thinking to myself, like one baby post-mass takes an hour to baptize. Like, I know that, that strike me dead right now. Like, like honestly, like this is probably... I shouldn't have brought this up. I just, I don't know. It makes you wonder, like, why did that take an hour, right? We got all this food, an absolute feeding frenzy sitting there waiting for us to get back and eat the primos, the meatball sandwiches. Oh, my God. Buffalo chicken cheesesteak and cheesesteak dip. The cheesesteak dip, like, 
ribeye, cream cheese, melted cheese, scallions, onions. Dude, the fucking cheesesteak dip was unbelievable. I am definitely making that cheesesteak dip. But like, <laughs> again, like I just, I don't understand. I really don't understand. Now, here's the big question, right? Has anybody ever out there, has, has, is it normal to tip the priest? Like, do you tip, when you go to baptize your child, do you tip the priest? Like, I never in a million years had ever thought to tip a priest. And I'm starting to think maybe there was a certain circumstance. I don't know. So do you tip a priest when you go to baptize your child? In this particular case, the father tipped him a nice little hundo, and that priest was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. He put that puppy right in his pocket and never looked back. And I just kind of thought to myself, like, I can't believe you even had the decency to do that. So like, yeah, why not? Why not tip the priest, right? I mean, the guy that's trying to baptize your child without any holy water. Yeah, let's tip him already. <laughs> well, that's, uh, you know what? That's just, you know what? I don't, I, again, I'm telling you guys stories. I have no idea why I'm even telling you them, but that's either here nor there. We're firing up the week, baby. Another Monday's with Nick. Happy Monday. Happy life. Back to reality. Back to the grind. I hope you're uh, having a real nice day. So let's talk about the games, shall we? Let's talk about the first game, Kansas City versus Baltimore. Two great football teams. Honest to God. Like, again, I, I think I already talked about it. Like, the first two quarters of that game were unbelievable. But you know what really, like, the make, the make or breaker of that entire game was the Zay Flowers fumble. Like, at 17-7, Baltimore continues to keep themselves in it. They finally get an opportunity to punch one in with plenty of time to go. And Zay Flowers fumbles at the one yard line. I'm sure that guy has yet to find any good sleep since the, since yesterday afternoon. Cause that's just, that's just one of those things. It's really, it's gotta be a, a extremely hard to live with. And then from there, like, I just felt like Baltimore never really had a chance. I mean, maybe they did. Like I always feel like, you know, with three, four minutes left in the game, like, why not just like kick the quick field goal? I know it's only seven versus three, but like, if you're going to try to score, you're essentially taking too much time off the clock, in my personal opinion. And by the time you do score, you're more or less relying on the onside's kick to get that ball back. Like, I don't think the onside's kick is a high percentage play. So, like, why not just kick the quick field goal at three or four minutes left, right when you're in field goal range, and then kick it off with your two timeouts and rely on your defense, right? Because at the end of the day, defense wins championships. But, again, who am I? Who am I to say? And, you know, I, I, you know I, I, and, and I'm just curious, too, like, shout out to, to Sam Boner, Pat. You know, he was saying, like, what are, they, what are they saying about Jim Harbaugh today, right? Number one seed at home, one of the most dominant teams in football, and they looked undisciplined and overwhelmed by the moment. Weakest part of KC's D is stopping the run, and Baltimore only handed the ball off to their running back six times all game. I love Harbaugh, but he has been in Baltimore for over 15 years and only made it to the Super Bowl once. 12-10 and 10 in the playoffs. Is he on the hot seat? Any talk of him leaving to join in that brother? Wait, what do you say? Any talk of him leaving to join in brother in L.A.? Ah, I see, I see. And then off to the 49ers-Lions. I mean, that just, you know, that, that game was, you know, I, I thought the Detroit would have put up a bigger fight. I really did. And they did. They did. Don't get me wrong. Like, they, they went out there. They, they never gave up. They, 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 they kept themselves in it, but... I don't know. Sam Fran, I look like pure domination to me in that second half. And Sam Fran, you know, clearly, clearly is the better, better football team. And, and, the, and the NFL script worked out perfectly. 
uh, KC, Taylor Swift, Super Bowl, first franchise star for a Super Bowl appearance, like Travis Kelsey and Swift kissing after winning MVP and Super Bowl has confetti falls on them. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't script it any better. Now, now, I, now I'm starting to understand like why people are uh, being rubbed the wrong way. And again, like it's cheesy. It really is cheesy, but like, why not, man? Like, holy shit. Like, this is huge. This is huge for the NFL. It really is. It's bigger for the NFL than it is the entertainment industry. And again, I know they go in, in tandem, but like, <laughs> I don't know, Sambo Nation. I don't know. Again, I, look, I had some cocktails Thursday. I had some cocktails yesterday. Friday and Saturday, I decided not to go out. I decided to actually just lay low. Lots of movies being played. And I just get so like antsy. I don't know what to do with myself, right? I always want to hang out. I always want to party. I always want to have fun. I can't get enough of having fun. But you know what? You can't always have fun, right? So <laughs> when I need something or when I need to do something and I can't, I, I, I decided to actually go out and Uber. I really like, and I haven't Ubered in probably a good three to four weeks. It's just, it's not that great. It's not good money. Uh, but I feel like when I'm out there, I can like, I can, I can wheel and deal. Like I can talk to clients in and out of like different rides and I can, I can manage my emails. I can manage Instagram. Like I'm out there and I can just get everything I'm already getting done and continue to make up, you know, a couple more bucks. But unfortunately, like, it's just not as great as I, I make it sound. And you know, here's why, right? Like Saturday night, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should share it. Like I went out Saturday night and like, like, I'm not calling shots on anybody, but like I picked up this one individual after a shift at, uh, it looks like Applebee's and this was only the second driver. It wasn't too far from my house. And like, damn I, I don't mean to be a dick. I really don't. But like this lady stunk like shit. Like she stunk like poop. Like, and it like, <coughs> like, it was awful. Like I was covering my nose and it was only, thank God. It was only like a five minute ride down the street. You know, looking back on it, like shit, 13 minutes. I made like nine bucks in 13 minutes. Like it's, it's actually not that bad, but like that ride ruined my night and may have ruined my Uber experiences for the, re for the rest of my life. Like I couldn't even breathe. I had to leave the car windows down for overnight. I had to fucking put my clothes that I was wearing in flames, immediately take a shower just to feel good again. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's just, it's sickening. It's sickening that I, that I had to experience that. And I, I try to think to myself, like, why are you even attempting to do that? But I don't know why. I don't know why I can't help myself. I want to help people. I want to just make money. I want to have fun. But like, sometimes when you're not having fun, you're that, like that type A is I, I can't help myself. So I always have to be doing something. And again, that allows you to like listen to tunes, make some phone calls, pick some random people up, make some new friends, help some people out. But nope, not on Saturday night, Sambo Nation. I picked up a big bag of poop. And let me just fucking tell you, it ruined my night. It ruined my night, but it didn't ruin my weekend. Uh, I think this is like we're going to we're, we're back in, you know, the days are getting longer. Uh, Goff is back in the, in the, in the, in the air. Like, you know, we got the Pebble beach classic this weekend. We got the waste management the following weekend. Farmers insurance was awesome. Tory pines, like the views. Oh my God. Like it makes you wonder, like, why do you live in Pennsylvania? Like, why are you here dealing with ice and sleet and cold when you like could be living out in San Diego, 
and surfing and like having warm weather and like, I don't know, man, like there's something to be said about living down South or living out West, but holy shit, dude, Torrey Pines is an absolute bucket list. Shout out to Mateo Pavin, Mateo Pavin and his wheel started to fall off, but he grinded his way out of it. Sick up and down on 18 to secure the win. And uh, hopefully we'll start to see some, some bigger names here as we, again, start to kind of ramp into golf season. Big fan of the PGA. I don't know much about the live. The fact that they're only playing 54 holes is really stupid. I believe it's being aired on Peacock. I'm not sure. I almost just fell off my chair. Actually, what am I talking about? I'm standing. I got my foot up on a stool. I almost fell off my stool. Uh, what else went down? The 76ers on a little two-game skid. Now 29 and 15. The Flyers lose five straight. Doesn't look like uh, they're going to have much success without Carter Hart. And that's that, Sambo Nation. Quick, simple, easy, 25 minutes. I think I'm going to head off to the YMCA, baby, because it's fun to stay at the YMCA. Oh, family membership for a couple months until the weather breaks. They got a sauna that unfortunately was broken on Friday. Absolutely crushed me. But we're going to head out there. We're going to blow some steam off. Continue to get after it. Final couple days of wing month. I know, I know, I know. I got to get the rib rack. I'm going to try to get the rib rack. They don't open until 3.30. That just doesn't fit the Sam Boner um, schedule or whatever you want to call it. And then we'll, you know, we'll flip the script and we'll get into some, uh, some fun things for February. Matter if you, you know, wing month, I'm not wing month, breakfast month, cutty month, Super Bowl month, Woo, Super Bowl month, Super Bowl month. Like what about we could do some chocolate balls, some sweaty balls, some meat balls, some lamb balls. What other balls could we be, uh, Sam boning on? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But till next time, I'm going to keep on saying bone. Hope you keep on saying bone in two. Have a great day. Have a great week. And maybe we'll uh, circle back Thursday or Friday with another episode of the Sam Boner show. Love y'all. Sam Boner. I'm popping the Sam Boner. Happy cheesesteak month, Sam Boners.